Hey everybody and welcome to the High Sessions Way podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I am Johnny Masato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. Howdy. Devin Nikoba. Howdy. And Craig Katsuyoshi from Helena is here Hi. joining us for our hey, podcast. Hey, hey. This, is, this is amazing because it has been almost a year yes. since we've sat in the same room. We're trying to distance ourselves at least, you know, a few feet from each other to do this podcast. And we're on locations at Helena's here. In, uh, in so Craig, hey, thanks for, for doing this. No problem. I really enjoy it. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk for about 45 minutes and then we're going to take a short break and then there's a, like a 15 minute portion after that for our patrons. So those are people who donate to the show and help keep it running and stuff. So we'll save all the juicy gossip for after <laughs> okay. for that 15 minutes. But you're kind of talking about the difference between, well, not the difference, but it is Helena's, not Helena's and how that came about, right? It's Helena's is the Hawaiian pronunciation of Helen, but my um, but my grandmother always called it Helena's. So she's the she was the first sole proprietor of this place. So it has to be Helena's. Yeah, she she's the one who came up with the name. So she gets the she, she gets, gets to call the, it whatever she wants. Right, basically. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't miss her grandma. It's yeah. not a good idea. And and uh, how long has it have you folks been in business now? I think it's 74 years, 1946, wow. and my grandmother worked all the way till 2007. So she worked. She worked. Uh, I'm just the end part of this whole thing. I started in. Well, I mean, in, I started from high school time, um, mopping floors and washing dishes, and it, because it was such a small family restaurant, everybody in the family had to help sometimes. Yeah. That's just how I was in the old days, you know, and. Um, then I went to college, I came back, and I, I went right into this restaurant thinking it was going to be my first business. And I was ready to take over the world, and it ends up being my first and last business, all wrapped into one. Yeah. Hold on one second. I just want to make sure. It's recording. Yes, it is. John, John's doing that only because... We did it in uh, one of these with <laughs> Kelly Boy DeLima. Oh, yeah. We recorded the whole thing, and then he realized he wasn't recording anything. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we were on Zoom, and his <laughs> eyes got all big, and we went, uh-oh, what happened? <laughs> so we had yeah. to redo the whole thing all over again. So we're trying not yeah. to do that. Yeah. That's that. okay. Kelly Boy, he always comes to eat here. What? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there isn't, there isn't a person that loves Hawaiian food that has not been in here at one point in time, either here or down at the old location. John hasn't been here yet. No, I have. I have. You have? Yeah, I just, I came here with Devin. Yeah, he came with me. Oh, okay. And, and we just, were driving over. He's like, I don't know if I've ever eaten here before. No, no, I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I get confused with every, everything and I don't go out that often, you know? Well, Devin so. is a great, you know, um, ambassador for Helena's. Because so. he's here every day. Huh? Yeah, he's here a lot. You <laughs> know? Once, once a week, at least. <laughs> Um, when, he, yeah. when he doesn't come, I'm like, oh, I wonder what's I happening. You know? <laughs> I get texts like, yeah. hey, you, you coming this week? Or, I never see you. Man. So I heard stories that in the beginning when you first met Devin, 
Oh well, we're gonna oh. go there now. Yeah. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with that one. Now. That we're gonna start with I that. Know the story. Well, I, well, don't we want to start with like how Helena's got started? Oh, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and all that stuff. And then well, you shall can, we get to you in the yeah? Um, we can after get yeah. That's that's not the important part. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that we'll part later. That. We'll get to that. Anyway, so Craig, why don't we um, give some of the history of Helena's? It's not. It's not. Um, not too many people know, but Helena's wasn't actually started by her. It was started by her brother. Oh. Danny Kwok, and mm. uh, but Danny Kwok, he was like he was like the family hustler. He like sold plots of land on the Big Island to all his sisters. He you know started like um, I think it was called Stardust Bar way way back. This is way way back. You know, um, he was just into all kinds of stuff, and, but he never had the staying power, and so he uh. started it up, and then he was just like you know what am I gonna? And my grandma took it, and oh. so that's the, so but it really wasn't Helena's until she took it over you know but but most people don't know that that actually her brother started it and the, the recipes and everything I mean they're they've been with your grandma forever but the, she used to work at the old Navy laundry back on Pearl Harbor and she used to work with Hawaiian ladies and they taught her how to make no Hawaiian kidding. food because oh, really? she's not- Chinese so you know and her her whole family is chinese and so she learned there and she developed her own techniques on how uh, yeah her own style and she taught them to me we we didn't have any recipes before now Hmm. that i have different people coming in uh, helping me work i had to kind of standardize things you know Mm -hmm. to make it the same every time but that's only just happened recently because I've been always cooking. I've always been here cooking. I'm here every day. The restaurant will not open without me. Mm. So, now let me ask you a question about uh, recipes because you know you have your KFC, the secret seven secret spices, and all that kind of stuff. For your your rec- do you keep your recipes like under lock and key? Is it hidden somewhere in a in a lock box? No, no. <laughs> there, I mean. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's it's the um, the recipes are like the recipe like for the our pipicala sauce was kind of even secret from me for until my grandma was getting ready to pass away she she would measure the salt and everything the sugar with her hand and so uh-huh. so when she got ill I, I I like how are we gonna do this so I took a scale and I took the same pot she used and I took the same ingredients she used. And I told her to do it. And so she grabbed like three handfuls of salt and I weighed it. Then I mm. put the salt back. And I said, do it again. Three handfuls, very close. Every time, very close. Wow. So then I, I said, okay, that's the salt measurement. You wow. Know? I say, okay, now do the sugar, you know, same pot, you know, and then now with the sugar, she would go like that, like, you know, six handfuls of sugar. I made her do it, you know, several times, average <laughs> it out. And I got the I got the um, recipe for the the sauce for the PB Kaula. It's 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 not that though. It's you got to be here to do it because my cousin she said, oh, just give me the ribs and the sauce. So I give her the ribs and the sauce, and she put it in a dry box, and so she had the exact same meat as me, the exact same sauce, but it didn't come out exactly the same. So it it the, you need the heat of the stoves to dry it. I think you need the old pans that we, mm-hmm. we cook them in. Uh-huh. You yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. people have tried to uh, to duplicate it, and you know, and it, even if they could, it's, it's fine. 
You know, I always tell them, go right ahead. Go open a Hawaiian food restaurant. You'll be gone before me. So yeah. that's what I tell them. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not scared, definitely. Well, you know, I was on... Um, we're, we're trying not... This is going to be released in uh, mid-January. So I'm trying not to date this podcast. We are shooting this before the new year. But i um, been watching a lot of kitchen, kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay. So I feel like there's a... I'm a somewhat of a restaurant expert now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I know it comes down to not just the food, because the food is one thing, but it's how you manage the restaurant as well. And so the fact that you have this constant here in Cray, every day being here, working, you know, and just being part of the community means a lot. If I was talking to Gordon Ramsay. I think, you know, that, that's the difference. Be, I mean, I still care. I, I, like I said... Uh, I don't know if it, I, I still definitely I still care, but I don't trust them. You know, <laughs> they do. I mean, and they do. They do a really good job. It's when they when there's problems. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's when they need the brain to come in and fix all the problems. You know, but they they do do a very good job. And now that I've standardized a lot of things now, you know, you know, I so I can go shopping and I can go you know work out. Now not now I'm understaffed right now, but. Um, I'm trying to I am trying to free myself a little bit from the Russia but I still care you know it, it's it it's a reflection of 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 me and I don't like it when things go bad yeah. you know so I'm here I'm here I'm here every day if you don't see me I might because I'm in the back doing something but I'm 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 always a, I'm a constant presence here. Expect him to show up in his truck with a whole bunch of supplies that he just went to Sam's for. So and a whole bunch of boxes to carry all the food in. And so you're around Devin's age and my age right now. Yes, right? I, um, I, we'll keep that on the down. Yeah, we'll keep that on because we look really young, right? So, you know, nobody would even know, you know. But um, you know, as we near the, as we're closer to retirement, do. do do you already have somebody set up as a predecessor or somebody to take over this establishment? Or what, do you, what will happen when, when, you, when you finally decide to retire? Will you hand over the Well, I don't know, Kyle. He, he looked a lot younger than you. So I don't know if he's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all the oil that comes on me. It keeps me moist. So I, I, my skin doesn't wrinkle. But um, right now, I'm coming to the point where my grandmother was at, where she wanted to have the restaurant continue after her yeah you know and so she offered it to my mom and her her sons and you know they they all didn't want it you know her son's a pilot in hawaiian and marketing with hawaiian and my mom uh, actually married a military guy so so nobody really wanted it and so mm -hmm. she, but she just kept it going because it was her love you know yeah. it was her love and um just being with the people, talking with the people, the customers, you know, that's what she loved to do, you know, but she wanted it to continue and she didn't want to force anybody into it. So she was left it open, you know, for anyone who would, who would want to come and take over any of my, any of my brothers or, you know, um, but nobody, nobody wanted. And then I went off to college and, um, so I figured, you know, I'll come back and, you know, I'll make this my first business. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I took it over. And I think I was the only one who would have been able to do it anyway. You know, it takes a certain person to run, run the business. And so as I grow older, and I'm not as old as she worked all the way up to 
like 88 you know wow. yeah, almost, yeah you know and then that last year it was getting you know it was getting you know fall she would fall down and say she did mm-hmm. she got tangled in her pads and you know but it was actually signs of other things but you know and then she passed away at, right like one month before she was 90. Wow. so she worked here the whole time and i would i lived with her the whole time so i would bring her to work and i would take her home and if she was tired she would just she would just sleep in a chair with she could balance a cup of hot coffee and just fall asleep wow yeah and and then and i'm like why don't you let you know you know my mom would sometimes come why don't you have something take you home? oh no 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 i'll go home with you you know and so then in the morning she's like a little soldier i hear her feet stomping by my room boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that was like my alarm like oh it's time to go to work mm. you know and then i'd be like okay 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 and then we're, we come down to work together so um, so now, who is it going to go to? I'm working with my my stepdaughter, and she's doing a great job. Cool, you know. And so, and but I also don't want to force her into doing it either. You know, it's if she wants it. You know, I've I've stated that it. You know, if you want it, let's let's start moving that way. You know, and um, and then my son, he's nine years old. He's kind of too far off for for me to see that. Yeah. You know, because if I go. All these businesses, all these small places, they kill themselves. They right. all work so hard. They send their kids to college, and the ki- the kids get educated, become doctors, lawyers, or whatever. And then you don't expect them to come back and run a restaurant. You know, you spend all that money and all that effort to improve them, so that they don't have to live this life. And it's 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 a it's a it's a tough business. Yeah. Um, most people don't last as long as we do, or have, and um, it's it's you got to have the heart for it. So, what's the secret? There's no secret. <laughs> Hard the, work, man. The secret is yeah. that I always and then when people ask me about like what's the secret recipe, I always tell them the secret is that there is no secret. You have to do things the right way. You can't cut corners. You can't go cheap on ingredients and things like that. People just know, you know, um, and, and, and you just can't take any shortcuts. And you just have to do it right. And that's the secret. The, that there is no secret. The fascinating thing yeah. is to follow you around in the restaurant. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I. The, one of the cool things about it is Craig and I have become friends over the years. So I've I've come to the restaurant, and, and actually, you're friends with a lot of the regulars. I mean, we. Uh, you, while I'm in there going, hey, Craig, what's up? Like three, four guys will come in or, or women will come in and they'll be like, hey, Craig, Don't say you women. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Except, except it's, it's always your wife is always around when that happens. Sorry, I, I just kidding. No, but um, uh, one of the most fascinating things to me is watching you interact with the people that have known you for a long time and that come to the restaurant because, yeah, when you say that there's no secret, the, the secret for you is just that everybody when they come in is treated like family so they come in they hang out they talk stories they have questions to ask you i mean if you're not slammed during lunchtime or dinner time or whatever you always take the time to sit down and talk with people but there's this uh, there's this secret sauce that you have that people don't understand which is your understanding of business is at a different level than maybe some other people because you did you went away for college Right? There was not a thought that you would come back and do this. Mm-hmm. And so the, the idea that you said, you know what, I'm going to do them. So you had that extra, that extra, I don't know about power, but that extra gumption to do it. 
you know the the dedication you had to your grandmother and all that stuff that's all very old Hawaiian style, right? It was. Yeah. It, I remember when you were talking to me about it because I, I asked you a long time ago, and you were like, "Oh yeah, Grandma, she just make me clean floors." And it was like very much Mr. Miyagi, like walk around and do karate stuff. Karate kid, karate kid all the way. I wasn't paid for like I don't, I don't know how many years I wasn't paid for. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because she knew I'd blow all the money, so she just said, "Oh no, I just give you what you need." You know, you you wanna you need a car? I'll give you the money for the car. But she never paid me for a long time. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, but I'll, I'll also kick kick guys out. Yes, like, hey, okay, yes. Time yes. to go. Yes. You know, <laughs> yes. you sit I do. there. I do. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get I get that every once in a while. Like we're slammed. Go away. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay, no problem. But I can. But now I've I've been in here long enough that I can see the I can see how it's moving. Like how the restaurant is going, where they're at with the orders, how things are coming in, and if it's starting to come in fast and furious, I'm just like. Okay, I just go away from my order over here. <laughs> just gonna hang out because because they're they're getting slammed. And you know, one of the one of the nice things I've seen over the years is as you've been able to get people who feel the restaurant the way you do, you've been able to sort of let go. Because I remember, you know, when you first started, when when I first started coming here, he was stressed all the time. Super stressed. <laughs> he was. He was. There were days you were like super angry and like. And we what, were like, what year was that I when, you, to, when you took I over? I used to yell a lot. Yeah. What <laughs> year was that when you took when over? When I fully took over was when my grandma passed away, 2007. 2007. But I was working since 1990 full time after I graduated. Yeah. Yeah, from college. And so it's been a lot. And like I said before that, in high school, you know. Come around, help out. Yeah, always help yeah, out. Yeah. You know, she always, you know. In fact, she paid for me to go to USC, you know. Wow. So, um, you know, or a lot, you know. That's so, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. So your, your grandma goes, ah, I just pay for you to go to USC. <laughs> well, she said I can go where I want, you know. Yeah. Because yeah, you, when you're applying, you're like, oh, it's too expensive. Well, USC is so expensive, yeah. right? Yeah. I think back then it was like 25000 you know. That's a lot of money, but, you know, in the 80s. That's a that lot is. of money, you know. And then I came back and I, and I came to work, you know. So... Till today, I'm sure you have regular customers that's been around that saw you and pretty much raised you when you were a little kid running around here. Right? That well, that's what I say is we are a community restaurant that we've kind of changed into. We've changed a little bit, but we're still that community restaurant. You know, I've there's still some. I mean, all my grandma would have been 103, so all of her generation is kind of gone. But there's still people that are like my oldest couple. I think is um, this guy's Priscilla and Owen, and they're about you know mid 80s yeah and they still come they, they have like a helper bring them and i'm like it's amazing wow. you're out during covid <laughs> and stuff like that you know you're old and like you're the most at risk people but you're coming you know and i've seen small little kids grow up go to college come back they're bringing their kids i i, I the sad thing is you see the people going when they don't the old ones when they don't come anymore and then yeah. you know there's always it's just it's the circle of life they're going you know, they see me grow up. They've seen me, you know, get married. They see me have my son. They see my, you know, yeah. and then now they see my son. It's we're part of the community. We depend on the community, you know, and um, we hope that the community needs us also. You know, well, so, for sure. But yeah. that was that was one of the other things was as you know, you went on Man versus Food and got you know got all this um, all this notoriety from the Food Network guys. You would see oh, way more tourists. But it, you were. It, it, what's, what's interesting is when the tourists all went away, 
it was like all the locals went, oh, right on. Yeah. <laughs> they all just they came came back. come. Yeah. <laughs> so the pivot was really interesting for you during the COVID time. The COVID time is, I mean, there was definitely a, a decrease in business, you know, but the local people that were the ones, they were, they were happy because now no, no more line. They can come anytime they want, yeah. you know, um, but they really helped us through that, the hard times, you know. They, I mean, they were the ones, before we were, you know, we were such a small, tiny little restaurant. You know, initially, when my grandmother opened, she opened seven days a week. And it was the kind of thing where her and the workers would, you know, they would work and prep and they would sit around, read newspaper, mm. and you, people would come in and they would, like, cook, cook it up for you. You know, that's, the, that's like the really, you know, small, old small, style, yeah. old style. And um, it was it was just her and I and a waitress and a a Chinese worker at the other side, you know, um, just like maybe four or five people, you know, and her sister, you know, we and um, and it was very we the business has just kept growing and growing. Was it always in this location, or were you guys in a different establishment before this? No, we were we were where Honolulu Ford is facing diners. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was there was that was our building. It was it was the Kwakane building, and you would and then it would front King Street, and you would drive through the building, and it looked like you drove into the a farmland because from King Street to Vineyard, where the freeway is, it was all farms before. Mm. Now it's all Honolulu Ford. Yeah. You know, and that was the parking back there in the, it was like the country in the middle of the city. You know, it looked like it was all farms and mud and potholes. That's where you would park. Yeah. And, um, and then we came up here in 2000 when, and, and Bishop Estate, they were very kind to us. Even they were looking for someone to take the master lease there. We were like the only business over there. Used to have Abercrombie's headquarters was over there. Um, used to have uh, George Kodama. Uh, uh, we're old enough to know George Kodama. You know, <laughs> took all our took all our, um, our our yearbook pictures. Our, our you know and stuff yeah, like that. That's right. That's you know? right. I think I did yeah, take my yearbook. Yours, guarantee, right. guarantee. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the photographer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, the rough. Yeah. We wore the ruffles. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was not. A, it was not it a good time head, for. Tilt your head a little bit yeah, to the yeah, side. Yeah, like yeah. That. It was not a good time for fashion. Or yeah, crush your arm. Get the reflection on the bottom. Looking down. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was the old restaurant over there. And, it, it, I mean, the business has really just kept on, you know. And then we moved here, and we thought, you know, it was terrible and everything. I, in fact, I wasn't even sure if I was going to do this business again. With, after the move? After, well, when, they, when yeah. they said, oh, that's, you know, you, it's time for you guys to go. You know, I'm like, I don't know where to go. I can't find a place, you know. Yeah. And then... Well, then, uh, just talk about anything? Yeah. Then, then um, I don't know, my friend, his name is Steve Ozark, Caterer to the Stars. He, he met me somehow. I don't know how he met me. And then we started catering together. Because when, when he would bring, when Vans would come in, just because, it, it's just how he was, he was a great guy. He wanted them, he knew that they couldn't come out and eat Hawaiian yeah. food. Sometimes the bands ate, most, uh, most of them didn't, but it was more for their crew. He fed the crews, you know, the setup crews, yeah. the traveling crews. And so if it took him a week, you know, to whatever to set up and whatever, five shows, or, and, then, and he want, one of those nights he would want Hawaiian food for them, you know. Mm. And so that's how I met him and connected with him. And so when it came time to, 
leave our, our first location, our original location, I was like, oh, Steve, I don't think I can do it. I, I don't think I want to do it. And he talked me into doing it. He said, you have to do it. Mm. You have kind of like this little responsibility to do it. Mm. You know? And I'm like, come on, Steve, I don't have to do anything. He's like, dude, <laughs> you got to do it. I'm going to help you. You know? And so I'm like, I can't find it. I went up, up and down King Street. There's nothing. I went up and down. You know, he's all, he calls me up one night. He's all, meet me here, you know, 1240 North School Street tomorrow morning. And I met him here. I met the owners of the, the previous restaurant and we signed a lease. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he helped me find it. And, and yeah. where you are, you're in the heart of all these old school family business, family run yeah. restaurants. I mean, this whole this whole street is full of history, right? From Palisade Yeah, Palace will be good friends House. with Palisade Yeah, so you're Mitsuba, Does your Mitsuken. family all know each other from back in the day? We knew Palestine pretty good because they, they would get, there was like literally, you know, walking distances, yeah. you know, and so, and, and, you know, like Mitsuba, Mits, we, everybody just gets tired of eating their own food, you <laughs> know, so it's just like, like okay, <laughs> well, it wouldn't be so much tree, but they would come and see us and we would come see them, yeah. you know. That, that is so true because I used to work at Dole Ballrooms. Back when it was a ballroom. Yeah. And, you know, they'd have the banquets, right? Every weddings and stuff. I'd be a waiter. And at first, I was like, oh, my God. Like, there's a cake and, you know, like, steak and whatever. And after, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> if I see another one of these cakes, I'm just going to throw up already. There's so much cake, you know? Well, I yeah. eat pee kala every single day we're open. Yeah. Really? So does Devin. In actuality. <laughs> if, if I could, I would. Trust me. COVID is good because I had to, uh, since I have to wear a mask, I can't eat as much food. Because <laughs> normally I just see a piece of fat and I'm just like, and I just eat it. But now you have to pull down your mat, everything, and you get, you, you know, got to keep your uh, hands clean. So it's kept me from gaining a lot oh, of weight. All this time, all this time. I thought you were doing that because you're doing quality control. <laughs> yeah, that, you, that's what, what I always said. I say quality <laughs> control. I got to make sure it. Because, uh, you know, yeah, I got to make yeah, sure I gotta, you have the know, right salt or dry. got to taste his food. Exactly, right? exactly. So, Devin, let's, since you're, like, the number one eating pipicala man on the <laughs> island from, from, you know, this place, establishment, can you give a review on why you like it so much? What makes it so special, um, the, the pipicala? The quality of the meat, the, um, the sauce that Craig folks marinated in, the way that they... Um, dry the food, dry it over the stove because you never see that anywhere. That's really old style Hawaiian. I mean, the, the cool thing about this place is as modern as Craig has tried to make it, he makes sure that there's a tie to the history of Hawaiian food. The, that, that old style Hawaiian way that people make their food, mm -hmm. that's the way that Craig makes the food. There's no, you know what I mean? Like what he says about no shortcuts, he's right because there's, uh, I know over the years, We've, we've talked at length about it where he's like ah you know the, the meat is so expensive like I cannot I could get this kind of meat which is way cheaper and the guy's trying to sell me uh -huh. this meat but I gotta buy this one because if I don't buy this one the pipicala doesn't come out the same and in yeah. fact he's uh, in, in years past he's brought me pipicala and gone hey you know what I'm so sorry it doesn't taste the same and I'm really not happy with it but you know if, if you want I'll, I'll you know next week we're going to have the meat so just buy the pipicala then and I'm like dude this pipicala is the thing that I come to eat. And the fact that you would tell me, nah, 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 don't eat my food, right? Is, 
is a dedication to it that I, I cannot explain to people. So when when you, you still see, eat it though, right? Oh yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, you said stupid. it was okay. Yeah, I'm not stupid. I mean, I mean it tastes fine. But I mean, <laughs> see, the whole thing is I only buy USDA choice. Okay, oh. they try to sell you USDA Select or Good or whatever, but I I only buy USDA choice. But even within that, meat quality ebbs and flows. Yeah, you uh, know. Yeah. So you know. I buy the same quality meat. I will not. I will not. Um, you know, skimp on that. But sometimes the meat is not as good as I want it to be. I, I. It's not my. It's not. I just have to deal with it. We have to just stick with our meat guy. We're going to get through it, and then the next lot of meat will be okay. You know, and you know, eventually I got two meat companies, so I can like leverage them. You know, <laughs> yeah. against each other because like, dude, your meat is junk. now, you know, I'm going to yeah. order from the other guy. They're like, oh no, no, we won't fix it. You know, I think they're we're mixing in some of the other one. You know, but I'll tell Devin that you know it's like not the not the best right yeah. now. You know, but I mean, where do you where do you go? What restaurant do you go where the guy who owns the restaurant comes out and goes, ah, it's not quite up to par, but hey, can you? And the thing is amazing. It doesn't matter where how because yeah, you're does not it. gonna get better. better yeah, you're not gonna. Anyway. Yeah, and that's and it's the it's the thing that I try to explain to people. It's it's the the way they prep it, the way they cook it, but more so, I think it's the. Um, the level of commitment he has to it needs to be the same that there's a consistency to it that that you don't find anywhere else yeah. at least as far for me at least as far as the pp cola goes because i've eaten pp cola in all kinds of different places and every time i go eh, it's, not, it's not bad but there's still something about this one that's that's well, magical well, you yeah. go, okay. well let me throw this question out to everybody and and we can all answer because we'll all have maybe different answers we have a lot of West Coast uh, mainland listeners mm -hmm. across the U.S. Even from they're all going to come here now. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. San Francisco no, is our biggest. Um, the most people come from San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you were introducing Hawaiian food to someone who has never had Hawaiian food, what is the first thing that you feed them? Kyle, we'll start with you. Well. Do I want to torture them or like no, no, you want them <laughs> or do I want to like have them enjoy Hawaiian? We want food. them to enjoy Hawaiian food. Okay, okay, okay. Because I, I like squid luau, but you gotta work your way up to squid luau if you're from the mainland and you never tasted it. Before, I, I disagree. Right? I disagree. Wow. Maybe I'm wrong. But I mean, like the easiest thing to acclimate them to Hawaiian food to me, and I could be wrong because I don't make Hawaiian food, but I, I think it would be Kalua pig. Okay, that, that was going to be my thing. Yes. I think Kalua pig is the easiest thing yeah. to introduce yeah. somebody. Yeah. So it's pretty universal. Yeah. Everybody. And then they yeah. work their way up to the Lao Lao, and then they work their way up to the, to the, peep, the peep, peep, I mean, not the peepee caller. That's, that's a given. Yeah. But, um, you know, the squid luau, you know. Devin, you got a different thought? Well, the, the thing for me is it depends how you want to, like he was saying, how you want to indoctrinate him. Because if, if they're out somewhere and they can have any Hawaiian food, yeah. I tell them, go to Helena's. Get the pipi kaula, just eat that. Because mm. once you eat that, that's your entry drug. And then as soon as you eat that, you're like, well, hell, everything else in this place must be amazing. Then you can trust them, man. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. trust them. Because that, that's, that's one of the main things. But I agree with Kyle, though. The, the Kalua pig seems to be sort of the entry level. Okay, here, try this. Because it's, you know, it's pulled pork, but it's a right. little bit different yeah. from regular pulled pork. You know, you, you eat it differently. So you go, oh, okay. But yeah, from, I mean, for my money, 
over the years, it's always been the pipi cola. Every time I'm, uh, there's a there's a pair of tourists that are standing out here, I just go, you know what? Just eat that. Yeah. I just go eat the pipi cola. You eat the pipi cola, you can trust us on everything else. And they so. tell you, oh, okay, thank you. I'll take. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> I just take your whole order of pipi yeah, cola exactly. with them. <laughs> <laughs> you told me a story of that lady in the parking lot that took your pipi cola. No, no, no it was a guy. It was, was a it? couple. They, they. This was actually like three weeks ago. But it's because he's so friendly. That's why. <laughs> Well, he's mad though. He sits there talking to all the customers. <laughs> well, when the, when the tourists come in, when the tourists come in and they look really lost, I try to help them only because the the staff is so busy doing just trying to keep the restaurant running that they don't really have time to catch you up on how to eat Hawaiian food. So I'm like, right. okay, if I can help you, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna just I'm gonna navigate you to the things that I know you'll like. So first thing is you eat meat, right? Because if you don't eat meat, there's no point in coming to this restaurant. <laughs> but then I tell them, okay, so if you eat meat, pipi kala, kalua pig, right? Grab some rice, you're good. If you want to advent, be adventurous, get poi, get you know, get the butterfish, get the fried butterfish, lomi salmon, stuff like that. But yeah. those are all side dishes. For main stuff, just get the pipi kala and you'll be happy. The, what I wasn't expecting was uh, when I, three weeks ago, when I came, I, I ordered... My, my food was getting ready and I saw a couple needing help. So I told them, oh, whatever you do, grab the pipi cola. They go, okay. And then they had my food ready. So I walked outside. The couple was outside waiting for their food. And I said, oh, um, by the way, this is what the pipi cola looks like. And I pulled it, I pulled it out of the package and I showed it to them. And it was a couple from Chicago. And the guy looks, looks at it. They both go, wow. And he goes, I got to try one. And he grabs it. And I went... <laughs> Wow! Hi. Wait, wait, wait! What? And he starts eating it, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then he, you know, and then I said, uh, "And so I quickly took it back and said, okay, share with your wife that piece because I ain't giving you no more of my pee pee cup.'" And it was, I mean, it was funny, uh, and I, I felt that in, uh, in, in. You honor. felt violated. You told me. I did, but I, but I also felt in honor of Helena's. It's what his grandma would probably say um, to do, which true. is. If share. you get share, yeah. and then you know, and it'll be fine. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong on that one because it's pipi cola. She would always. She's a giver. My grandma was definitely a giver. Yeah. She would always give. You know, all anybody who delivered or you know, and then I I take it. Uh, so when someone comes in here, I see it. I see a tourist, and they come in, and they're eating beef stew, you know, pipi cola, and you know. Technically, that's not really Hawaiian food. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I'll just get a little, you know, quarter pound food tray, a little paper tray, and I'll just put like a little bit of squidu on it. I said, you know, if, yeah. you, if you want to try something really Hawaiian, yeah. you know, yeah. here it is. Uh, and squidua is like one of, you know, they dove for the octopus, yeah. they grew the kalo, yeah. and they cracked the coconut. No. Squidluau. That is to me is one of the most Hawaiian things there is. Can you explain to me how lomi salmon came into the picture? Because they didn't go to Alaska and hunt the salmon. <laughs> right, there's so. no salmon over here. Yeah. So okay, so. this is my spiel on that. Is there's two types of Hawaiian food. There's like ancient Hawaiian food, kalua pig, poi, luau squid, lau lau. Of course, they had a lot of um, raw fish. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. and and limu and, and opihi, you know. So that is ancient Hawaiian food. Then contemporary Hawaiian food more that came. So the Chinese showed up and you got chicken long rice, mm. you mm -hmm. know. But before that, the missionaries came 
And so, you know, to get to get salmon over here, it's on a sailing ship, right? Like with a yeah. sail, you know, they salt it. Then they had their they had the the type of vegetables they like, you know, tomatoes and onions, and then um, salted salmon, but put them together, lomi salmon, you know, and then. Of course, cows don't swim, so they had to be brought here, you know. And so, um, you know, of course, Parker Ranch became one of the largest uh, privately, I mean, I think the largest private-owned ranch, you know, like this side of the Mississippi or mm -hmm. something, you know. And so, you know, meat got involved. And, you know, every nationality knows how to drive, you know, some kind of protein, you know. Mm -hmm. Dry aku, yeah. you know. Uh, you dry, you know, you dry fish. You can dry beef, you know, because when there was no more, like winter time or on long voyages, they have they have to do that, you know, yeah. to for survival in the old days. It's not like they, they had, you know, whole foods or something. Yeah, for God, <laughs> just go pick up another steak, you know, yeah. you know. So we, they had to dry it out. And so we do our pipicala in that in in the that kind of tradition of drying the meat. So let me ask you this question: When mm -hmm. it's dried like the way it is, it's almost like what is it? Like almost like a jerky already, in a sense. It's it's not because we don't. Uh, we mm -hmm. I like to cut it almost an inch. I tell them seven eighths thick. That yeah. way, if they cut it to three quarter inch, it's okay. If it goes up to an inch, it's okay. Now, mm -hmm. how long can it just sit without being refrigerated? And how long can it last? I mean. We don't dry it to the point where you can you the moisture content is low enough to where you can just leave it out. Okay. So, but we do dry it all day. You yeah. know, some of the ribs are up there all day. You know, so we we, and then what happens is, what's left over is what we start the day with, the next day with, oh, and then we okay. hang up another set of meat. And if we're really busy, then about two o'clock we hang up another set of meat. Mm -hmm. So we can go through a lot of meat. We're a small business that does a lot of that does a lot of beef. Now, I assume the better one is the one that's hanging the most and the longest. Is that true? It has to <laughs> hang a certain amount of time. You can't. You, I don't think you can go over because then yeah. what you do is you cook it less. You know, but the, what happens when you dry the meat, um, you get a moisture loss, and so the moisture loss causes um, it changes like the. Like a dry aged steak, you know, you, that, that fat tastes a little bit nutty. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It changes the, the the flavor of it, and that way, when we cook it, the moisture um, causes the salt to increase, the flavor to increase, and then we cook it. And if you cook just uh, if if I threw, we we fry ours, and so if you try to get a steak crispy or a piece of rib crispy, if there if it's wet. You'll just cook it to death, and it won't get get to where you need it to be. Oh, okay. This way, you got a nice, like hot, juicy piece of beef jerky. It's a little bit crispy, you know. Yeah. Stop! I can hear Devin salivating. The kitchen yeah. is right there, and I'm I, like, ah, I think I just saw Drew come out of his mouth. We gotta stop be calling out. But it's also it's interesting too because if you watch him in the kitchen, um, uh, you see him reach up and go, okay. And like he can tell by feel which one needs. Oh really? To go. Yeah, it's 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 trippy because it's kind of like feeding a steak. Um, like maybe yeah, it is. Hot. It is yeah. like the inside of the the stove will has more heat. So eventually we rotate the the meat. We have to rotate the meat all the time, you know. And I'll check like is this one dry enough, you know? And I, I just it's just you just feel it and you can tell <laughs> whether it's crazy it, it, man. It's crazy to yeah. watch him cook in the kitchen. I will take them yeah. straight from there and throw them right into the pan. Wow. Yeah. Oh, 20 years in, you know, you get the... Yeah, you know, 
Well, no, but I mean, now he's now he's training other people in the right. kitchen. There's a right. there's a there's a couple guys that have been in for a while now, so they right. You know, Most um, of my people stay for quite some time. Yeah. Right now, I tr- in the last four months, I've trained four guys, and nobody wants to work anymore. So, <laughs> but I'm looking. It's, it's a tight space, man. Yeah. It's not that bad, you know. I there's my kitchen is pretty much wide open, and uh. you know. There's there's worse places to work. Oh yeah, definitely. for sure, for sure. You know? But I mean, it's when it when you're cranking, you're cranking. I mean, the, uh, you you look and the the pots are all going, the pans are all going. There's like there's a pee pee collar coming out and a pee pee collar going in. And then there's you know, Devin forcing his way. Yeah, me going. I like get out of the kitchen, Devin. And I just realized too. I'm sorry, we forgot to get your answer on the food question. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, uh, expert opinion. Yeah, 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 the expert opinion. I like to, I like to give him luau squid. He just mm-hmm. jumps them right. To wow! I take him. Just throw him in a Because if you if you've traveled thousands of miles, you don't want to just eat. You want to try something that, that you know the Hawaiians eat. You know that and is true. Yeah, yeah. You want yeah. So I I, I I I tell him. You know, I said. You know, you gotta just you just gotta open up your mind. And try it. You tell them like it's like spinach calamari. It's like <laughs> <laughs> or luau chicken, you know, because the Hawaiians, you know, yeah. had dog, pig, and chicken on their on the on the when they traveled here, and you know, so it's it's something. I like I said, if I see I see some some tourists and you know, they just have like butterfish and you know they did and, and beef stew and mac mac salad. I, I'm like, you gotta. I just send it out. Just I just tell them just give this to them to go eat. Yeah. You know? Well, we talked earlier about how would you acclimate somebody new to poi, and you had you had some really good advice. Can you can yeah. you explain? Well, we're gonna save that for. Oh, after. is that Patreon? Oh, that we're gonna save for the Patreon. Yes. How to eat <laughs> All poi? All right. Okay, okay. Now, what about you for Hawaiian food? Yeah. Before we close. No, I said a kalua pig. Oh, it's kalua pig. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree okay. to that, uh, okay. Kyle. That uh, okay. that would be okay. my first. Like, okay, try this. And then we'll step you up to. Uh, I got it. The entry yeah. level thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Craig, I'm, I'm not supposed to ask you the question that we asked everybody because it's yeah. uh, <laughs> our our podcast is high <laughs> session, so it's well music. So we have to put a music question in here somewhere. So <laughs> lots um, of musicians eat here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Casimero's and and Kelly oh Robert Boy loves and, it here. Yeah. Oh yeah. He just sits there. I roll in roll in before he passes yeah. and my Lawaii. You know we were all friends. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Okay. So um, we we look for your three desert island discs and you're old enough to know albums. My three what? Three albums. If, that you, if you're really stranded on a desert island and you're going to take three hours. Desert Island this. Desert Island this. Jeez, I, I have to go Hawaiian music? Yeah, uh, whatever you want. Be whatever you want. you want. Can be disco. People have done heavy yeah. metal. <laughs> we had all Got to be, um, gotta, I got to have uh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think Sade. Oh, no kidding. If my Swiss, wife was there, sweetest, <laughs> sweetest taboo and, or, or yeah. the new stuff. I like just the greatest, you know the orange cover. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. I can just play that over and over. Okay, and um, gotta be C and K if we're going with some Hawaiian. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. The first number one, number two, number one, number, number yeah. one. Okay, okay. There you go. That's wow. a good mix yeah. right there. Yeah, I, I thought you was gonna go all Hawaiian. Uh, I, 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 
I better not say. <laughs> the, the Hawaiian side can get political, man. When in yeah, West, yeah, you gotta be careful with that. We understand. Pink Floyd's from college, and you know what people do in college. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Did you go to the planetarium where it matches up, where they match up the things? Griffith, Griffith Observatory. They did a, yeah, but they did like a laser thing where they'd show a laser show and then they play Dark Side of the Moon and. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think it was at Griffith. Yeah. Wasn't the one with the Wizard of Oz too, yeah. or something like yeah. that? And it also for yeah, album and yeah, the Wizard of yeah. Oz come, like line up together. Yeah. Really? If yeah. you start, the, if you st if you needle drop right when the MGM when the line comes out, it plays like all the way through. The songs match up with. It's the, creepy. With what's happening. It's on YouTube. Movie. It's creepy. It's weird. It's yeah. super creepy. Yeah, yeah. it's creepy. Uh, somebody extremely high came up with it. And yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Because I can't imagine that was the plan. I watched it. I was freaking out. Right? It's, it's a trip. Dude. It's a trip. So, yeah. Huh. Like even when money comes on. Yeah. Yeah. There's coins in the in like Wizard of Oz or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Drop dropping and it goes doom 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 doom. It's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. It lines up like yeah. perfect. <laughs> Unreal. Whole new way to watch the movie. Yeah. Seriously. Huh. Yeah. Hey, by by the way, Dev, did you watch uh, Wonder Woman? I did. Eighty four. Don't don't. I oh, you weren't impressed? No, I haven't no. seen it yet because I'm, I'm not... No, I, I've not, I, I mean, I guess by January, everybody will hopefully have watched it, uh, who may want to watch it, but I just did not enjoy it at all. Really? Plot holes as big as a truck. Wow. Um, I heard it was back, just slow. They brought back, they brought back uh, Chris Pine because Gal Gadot wanted to bring him back and the director wanted to bring him back, but the way they brought him back, you go, what? Uh. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? I don't. And the the, the 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 bad guys don't really make any sense. Like they um, don't, you know, they they don't drive the story along. Uh, you need a good bad guy. You know. Yeah, you need a really good bad guy. And it, yeah. just he's not a he's not a bad guy. They, what they did was they said, "Whoa, we all hate Trump, supposedly. So let's <laughs> let's give let's make him kind of a Trump-like figure." But they didn't really couch it in anything. It didn't really make any sense. And you kind of went, "Oh, okay." Whatever. You know what uh, I've been watching over the break, which is great, is there's a series on Netflix called The Movies That Made Us. Oh, yeah. That thing is and awesome. And they go into like Die, Die Hard, Hard yeah. and um, Home Alone. Home Alone, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's one more. Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. And they talk about... Watch that. Oh, bro, it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. So they, even have a, they even have a, a holiday movies that made us with... Uh, they talk about Elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also have to watch... Um, is it We Are the Champions or something? It's... Uh, it's a whole bunch of stories about people doing crazy sports. Oh yeah. So one is the one is the cheese rolling, like they roll this cheese down a hill. That was a great one. And people cheese oh, yeah. after oh. cheese. And I they think just, I see, I think I've seen that. The thing the, is, the thing and is that girl crazy. dominates. Yeah, yeah they girl dominates. They just go, <laughs> wow, okay, yeah. awesome. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. So for me, the the I, I got to see Soul, Tenet, and um, Wonder Woman. Okay. And it's definitely the it's Soul. It's Tenet, and then it's Wonder oh, Woman. Really? And only have Wonder Woman if you've got like a chaser of a movie that you really love watching over and over again. Because huh. you're gonna watch Wonder Woman '84, and then you gonna say, "I need to wash this off of my brain." Really? Wow. <laughs> so I was you not can watch. Expecting that bad. I, I did just, watch I, Tenet. Yeah. Which was uh, visually amazing. Yeah. But really hard to like. I thought. Hard to follow. Okay, everyone said it's really hard to follow, so yeah. I'm prepared going into it yeah. that it's gonna be hard to follow. You guys are like an Asian Cisco and Ebert. And I was that's still, what I was thinking. I was <laughs> just thinking something like that. Yeah. But I'm not going to say who reminds me of Ebert. <laughs> Shut up. 
whatever. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, one was skinny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Craig Katsuyoshi right after this. <laughs> 